Hello again. This is Pastor Deborah, and this is another episode, another part of Volume 2, The Multitudes. We are beginning Part 5. We were talking about Helen Keller and how she and Annie began in a very rough relationship. As you remember, Helen was born healthy and normal until a fever came and took away her sight, her hearing, and her speech. Then Helen was brought and introduced to Annie, a teacher of the blind. And Annie represented to Helen what the Holy Spirit does to our spirits. And we were talking about the battle that was on between the two of them in order for who was going to be in control of Helen. Now let's pick up where we left off. We are picking up at point number 14. Before learning and teaching and developing and maturing can really spiritually begin, the spiritual child, as representative and symbolized by Helen in the movie, must accept and willingly receive within their heart, their mind, soul, and their spirit And become a willing student, a disciple of the stranger, of this something. It was Annie who was a teacher of the Holy Spirit of God. So once the flesh, which was seen again in the movie of Helen Keller, once Helen's flesh and its lust and the old man, the old ways of darkness and ignorance and rebellion has been crucified, Killed, denied, been overcome by the spiritual child's own heart, its own spirit, its own minds, and begins to desire wanting this or wanting to know. The flesh will become weaker and weaker in the heart, in the soul, and in its control, its leadership, its rulership, and its kingship of the spiritual child. And the newly desires of the heart of the spirit take over and the will of the spirit becomes stronger and a light breaks through 15 now a lifelong journey of education learning with the spiritual teacher both annie as seen by and representative of the holy spirit can begin 16 yet just obedience and submission alone It's not enough for the spiritual heavenly father and his spiritual child, Helen, or you. He is not satisfied with just your obedience and submission. His heart desires more, a relationship where he sees you growing and learning and maturing, and he can walk with you every single day, showing new things to you, revealing out new mysteries. He desires more for the relationship than just submission and obedience. We see this submission and obedience in many religions, in many ways, from many gods, and they seem to be just satisfied with just that. But this Heavenly Father of the Holy Spirit desires more, so much more, of the relationship between the Spirit, the forever person, which Helen represented, and himself. We'll continue to listen. Part 13. Once spiritual submission to the stranger occurs, learning can begin through words, spiritual living words, words of spirit and life, words 
of eternal agape love. Repetition of words, laws, knowledge, counsel, statutes, commandments, judgments of the spiritual kingdom of heaven and its king can be given, can be perceived, can be understood, and can be learned just as Annie stayed right by the side of the child, Helen, 24-7, and taught her words of things over and over and over, all through the early stages of this spiritually developing relationship. The spiritual teacher is very patient, but strong and determined, because the old darkened soul and its heart and mind, the old man, the man of the flesh, the man who was in one nature, one with its physical body, one with its lust of its flesh, his eyes and the pride of life, the rebellious stone-cold heart, the mind and soul, the unyielding heart and mind, will fight against the spiritual stranger, the teacher, until the spiritual child itself desires to know for itself what this stranger is and desires what is being offered to it in her darkness, the silent, unfulfilled, unsatisfying world that this spirit lives in. Helen began her journey out of the darkness with just wanting to know what this was that Annie was doing in her hands. She had no idea yet the power of words. Because the Heavenly Father knows that without spiritual understanding, obedience is still darkness and ignorance. And we can see that even now, all around the world, in many faiths and in many religions, just being obedient and submissive. Yet the people's heart, their spirits, still reside in darkness and ignorance. Obedience without understanding is still darkness and ignorance. And without spiritual understanding, the spiritual child will still act, believe, live from a spiritual foundation of darkness and ignorance. And the old man of the flesh, the old soul, the darkened and hate-filled, angry, bitter soul, and its feelings will still rule and reign the entire system. And the spirit, the very heart of the person, will still remain in darkness, pulled around, dragged around, and not knowing why. 17. A spiritual child in the grips, the bondage, the slavery of darkness and ignorance, is spiritually dead, disconnected, separated from the spiritual heavenly father and the kingdom of heaven. And from the Holy Spirit, the spiritual voice of God. And in this spiritual condition, spiritually dead, disconnected in spiritual darkness and ignorance. The spiritual child has no knowledge, no spiritual knowledge of their true spiritual self and their purposes. And there is no hope. They are ignorant without knowledge, without truth, without understanding about themselves and their potential. The Heavenly Father's spiritual desires and purposes for them are unknown. And the spiritual gifts that are spiritually available for them 
are ungiven and unknown. Both of them, both the student and the darkened heart of the spiritual child, are not happy, and neither is the Heavenly Father nor the Holy Spirit the teacher. No one is happy or satisfied. Only the old, familiar, comfortable, unchallenged ways, the thoughts, the ideas, the concepts, the principles, the beliefs, the feelings of the darkness, the deafness, the blindness, and the dumbness are known. And yet, there is always something stirring. A little light, a wick that's smoking in the spiritual heart. Every human that is waiting to be relit. 18. The new strange spiritual teacher will spiritually come up against the old spiritual friends of the old life of the parents, the family traditions, enablers through pity, through culture, through religion, compassion, and earthly love, just wanting peace for themselves, tired of fighting a strong-willed child, selfishness of family, and even the child to have peace and unity, have their own way, not wanting to be too bothered, too much disruption, too much unpeace. But the new spiritual stranger knows that change, learning, and understanding takes time, energy, personal contact, dedication, persistence. But the people and the things of the old dark world, the old life, will just overlook and ignore the very heart and desires of the spiritual child, hidden away, locked in a prison of silence and darkness. These enablers will settle for less than what the teacher and the Heavenly Father wants for the spiritual child. During the early stages of this new spiritual relationship, the spiritual child's flesh, old dark nature, is still active, still very much alive. And the child is deeply bonded to the darkness, the blindness, the deafness, the dumbness, and desires no restrictions placed on them. We see this also in our societies, in our nations, people desiring to have reform and to have no restrictions on them, no laws. They desire to remain in their darkness and ignorance and have no one tell them what to do. The fight is on, both for the soul of nations, the hearts of people, and the hearts and the minds of individuals. The spiritual child, you, dear one, as Helen in the movie, will still seek comfort and protection from the old familiar ways, the things and the people, your culture, your religion, your faith, old family history, from anything you can find that has been a part of your life. They will run back to it. They will desire to return to the familiar. The spiritual teacher is not afraid of this spiritual fight against the darkness and the ignorance, against the old life, against the flesh and its nature and lust, or any people of the old life. The spiritual teacher from the Most High God, the Heavenly Father, is strong, determined, understanding, and will work tirelessly to spiritually accomplish the Heavenly Father's spiritual desires for his newly redeemed spiritual child, the one that he's been brought to, that he is trying to help. 19. The spiritual teacher, Annie in the movie, 
with Helen desires full daily control of the child through separation from all the daily ways and routines, customs, and cultures of the old, dark, and ignorant life, which enables the old ways, encourages the old ways, lacks patience for change, does not encourage or support a new way of life, and only loves with earthly, carnal love and just pities the child. We see this also that when some people desire to make a change, they have to leave family and friends for they're toxic to them. They have to leave and change lifestyles for what they've been eating or drinking and doing is toxic to them. Some people make it drastic changes all at once. Others, it is a long, slow process day by day. Some have to go cold turkey. Some, as Pastor Deborah, is a cold turkey. There is no slowness about anything with Pastor Deborah. For time is short, and Pastor Deborah always wanted to get on with learning and growing and doing. She had much to accomplish. So it can be either way for you, but the old ways, the old people, the old things must die in our lives, and they must drop off and become weaker and weaker. And what lies ahead that we don't know yet must become stronger and stronger. And a desire must grow to reach out, reach through people, reach and learn through words, just as Helen was doing. The spiritual teacher is not satisfied with the old life of the child's dark, deaf, dumb, and blind world. No way at all is the teacher satisfied and going to let the child stay in that. The spiritual teacher also knows that the spiritual child is not satisfied. The child knows she has eyes but cannot see, has ears but cannot hear, has a mouth but cannot speak. The spiritual child, therefore, is frustrated, angry, unsatisfied, having no answers. The heart and the mind of the soul is passive. For it has not been challenged, and it has no understanding, no knowledge, no connections to things or people, no wisdom, no outlet for expression or communication. And so it is with the spirit of heart and mind. It, too, is passive. The spiritual teacher knows that the child's obedience without understanding is still a heart and a mind in darkness and living in ignorance. Some from the old way of life will be happy, content, satisfied with just a little change. But don't change too much, for we won't know who you are. You'll be a different person. You won't fit in with us. You'll feel different, and we won't like that. And then that makes us uncomfortable. 20. The spiritual teacher begins the spiritual processes of bringing light and knowledge. Drawing and encouraging the heart of the spirit, the mind of the spirit of the child, out of the spiritual darkness and ignorance. The teacher lights the spiritual child's candle of their heart, of the spiritual mind, with a desire to want to know and to understand. Day by day, the teacher is with the child in all of her personal experiences out in the world always by the child's side, speaking to her, communicating with her, revealing words to her, praying for her, telling her what things are. In the movie, all this was done 
with Helen's hands. The teacher was always praying for the child to come out of the darkness and understand, to see, to come, to know, to hear, to learn that the world is big and there is much to see and understand. Come out, come out, little one. Come out of the darkness. And what did Annie, the teacher, use to break the power of the darkness? To bring the light of knowledge, the light of understanding, the light of freedom from the darkness, the light of life. Annie used words. 21. The spiritual teacher, Annie, the Holy Spirit, tells the child that words are the names, the nature of things. They rep- words represent something. Words are how we communicate. Words make a connection to something. A spiritual teacher is laying down foundations of light, truth, and knowledge. Layers and layers of words must be laid down. Words and their relationship to things. A connection. Words bring a connection. Understanding. But the basic foundation of understanding and the light is obedience. Obedience must be learned and applied. First, one must obey. Then understanding will come into the darkened heart, the mind, when the will of the child stops fighting, stops its rebellion, stops its resistance, and becomes peaceful and calm. Then the light of understanding can come in and push back, blow out the darkness, the ignorance and the mist that is surrounding the understanding. Deliverance and freedom and healing from the slavery, captivity to darkness and ignorance can come into all areas of the spirit, of the soul, and the physical body. Now the spiritual heart's Annie's in the movie, and yours, hopefully, can be filled with knowledge, understanding, the oil that is poured in from the Holy Spirit. The light is turned up brighter. Godly love is poured in. Wisdom, counsel, and might, which is strength. Royal laws, peace, joy, righteousness, and much more. If the child only is obedient and without understanding, then the child is still in darkness and ignorance. No desire to learn, to know why. No connections to things through words. No understanding, only ignorance and only obedience. Without understanding, will not hold under pressure, under the fights and attacks from the old life, from the old beliefs, from people of the old world of darkness and ignorance. From old familiar thoughts, old conditions and customs, old beliefs and ideas and concepts. Because what was learned was only obedience. No understanding or desire to understand. Rebellion to obedience will return quickly. The new rules of the teacher will be overruled, disobeyed. And this spiritual rebellion, this disobedience to the first An only new thing learned, obedience, will be encouraged by others who are only satisfied with a little superficial change. Old ways, family, friends, 
culture, faith, religion, ideas, loved ones, the herd, traditions, the culture, will pull and encourage the child to spiritually return to them. Just for a day, just for a moment, just for one meal of all their favorite foods. We saw that in the movie, Helen. Just for one drink, one bite, one kiss, one taste, one look, one song, one peel. Just one night. Don't worry. You'll be fine. And we'll be happy. And so will you. And this is seen in the movie on a meal that was prepared for Helen. The child has barely learned what the word no means. But no is not enough for the teacher. No must be accompanied by understanding. 22. Keys and doors are a powerful part of this parable, of this story, of this movie. Keys lock doors. Keys open doors. Lock doors keep one in. Lock doors keep others out. The keys can be kept by others for us, or we can keep them ourselves. By locking our doors with a key, one feels safe from attack, intrusion, new things, the familiar, and yet not satisfied. The spiritual child can feel either anger when it cannot get out through a familiar door, the dining room door in the movie, or safe when the door is unable to be locked, 23. The spiritual child will test, try, challenge the new teachings, the new rules of this stranger that has come into their life. The authority, the dominion and power of the stranger, as Annie represented in the movie, must be challenged by all from the old life. And when the challenge, the testing, doesn't bring the old results the child wants, a temper tantrum will occur. The throwing of the water pitcher on the teacher. The child is testing both the old ways and the new ways to see which is still required of it and which is more powerful, more determined, more in control. The spiritual child has learned a few new things, but the obedience is very fragile and will be easily set aside if allowed to and is encouraged to just this once. We made all her favorite foods. Please, for us, the two powerful forces, the rulers, the controllers, the masters, are at war with each other. Familiar versus unfamiliar. Darkness versus light. Ignorance versus understanding. Old versus new. Limited expectations versus unlimited expectations. Blindness versus seeing. Dumbness versus speaking and communicating. Deafness versus hearing. Passive mind versus enlightened, active and learning mind. Anger versus peace. Loneliness versus connections with things and people and the world. Dissatisfaction versus satisfaction. No purpose for one in life versus one's purpose in life. No self-awareness versus a royal identity. Who I am. No future versus future. Death versus life. And when the spiritual child, Helen, is taken, drawn away from the spiritual teacher, out of the spiritual presence, 
the guidance, the counsel, the teaching, one-on-one training, the spiritual results will always be at the spiritual expense of the spiritual child's heart, mind, and life. Spiritually growing, learning, and understanding is stopped. And the spiritual child is spiritually placed back on the path to the prison of darkness and ignorance. Return to the matrix as we saw with Scythe in the movie. Returned back to prison, back to captivity, back to darkness and ignorance, back to a prison of ignorance and blindness and deafness and dumbness, a prison of death for the spirit. The pressure, the temptations, the lures will be tremendous on the child's spiritual heart to return to the old ways of life, to come home, come back to us. We miss you so much, little one, they will say. It is not the same without you. You've changed this spiritual separation from the old way of life. The people, the things, the traditions, the culture, the faith, the religion, the food, pastime, the entertainment, the friends. This is painful for all of us. We miss you. Please, please come back. We love you. Through the passionate pleas of their earthly, carnal, selfish love, they beg, they plead, they encourage the child to come back to them. They miss them so much. The spiritual teacher will do everything possible to keep the spiritual child to what has been learned. Folding a napkin, sitting in a chair at the dinner table, using forks and knives, instead of running around the table using our hands, picking up food off everybody's plates, while everybody just ignores telling. Discipline and order and self-control are required. They have been learned, they're very weak, and the teacher is watching. But in the old surroundings, old atmosphere, the dinner table for Helen in the movie, with her favorite foods, familiar people, enablers, through their earthly carnal love, who are only content with just a little change, compromise will be encouraged and accepted. The ones from the old life want the old ways to rule for all are comfortable in them. All are adjusted to them, yet they blindly believe they truly love the child and are helping the child through their pity, through their compassion and their love. Yet the child, Helen, is testing everyone. The child tests to see if it can return, backslide, and there be no teacher, no rules, no consequences. No one who says no to the spiritual teacher knows this and is not caught off guard or intimidated one bit, but is always ready to fight, to contend against this behavior, these old desires and ways. The teacher does not back down and will stand between the child and the old life. 24. The spiritual teacher will approach the child's learning and teaching as if the child is not blind, deaf, or dumb. The teacher, Annie, the Holy Spirit knows what the future will be for the child if a light does not enter into the spiritual heart and mind and soul. The teacher does not encourage the child to stay as it is or as it was in the realm and the captivity of darkness and ignorance. The teacher does not enable the child to stay in it, in the darkness, in the ignorance, but by the power and strength of God's agape love, 
the teacher, the Holy Spirit is determined, always leading, guiding, communicating with the child to learn, grow, to understand. The teacher is determined. For the child, for Helen, to see, to understand, to hear and speak. The teacher does not treat the child with pity or allow compromise or enable for the pain of leaving the old ways. The teacher expects Helen, the child, to see, to perceive, to understand, to hear, to speak, to come alive to self and the world and to others. 25. The teacher Annie, the Holy Spirit knows that the child's spiritual heart and its mind's memory is developed and strengthened through repetition of words. Words given to the child, to Helen, over and over again and again, 24-7. Walking besides the child, speaking words to the child, over and over. This was done, as you'll see in the movie, with Annie's hand in Helen's hand. This was the language of the deaf and the blind. Yet in the darkness of the child's world, they do not understand the words, the symbol, personal experience, words or names or their connection. Over and over, day by day, words, light, truth, invading the darkness, eternal life spiritually flowing through agape love, through the teacher, freely flowing. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Soon the child, Helen, will begin saying the words, confessing, repeating them, even in her sleep. No understanding yet, no seeing yet, no awareness yet. Darkness and ignorance is being expelled. Light and truth is entering, but not understanding yet. Cleansing is being done of the effects of the darkness and the ignorance. New connections are being made. Living light and truth is coming in slowly. Spiritual words bring in life. The candle of Helen's spiritual heart and mind is now lit. And the light is now shining out. Knowledge, the oil that is being burned in this newly lit little candle is coming in and being absorbed and planted. Truth is flowing about one's potential, about the world, and about others. Wisdom is being given. Hope is arising in a once darkened heart, mind, and soul. Godly love is now freely flowing, washing over the land of Helen's heart and yours, and it is spreading itself abroad. Joy is beginning to arise and spread through the land that once was filled with anger, frustration, dissatisfaction. And peace begins to settle down in the heart and mind of the child. And the battles, the struggles against this new stranger, the teacher, the words, the rules, the new expectations is ending. The war is coming to an end. 26. The teacher knows that through words... An awakening will occur, usually after a trip back to an old familiar event, memory, experience from a time before the darkness came, and took over the child, as we saw with Helen, at the water pump, feeling the water flowing over her hand, and her early attempts to say the word water. Wah, wah, 
Wawa, the teacher, Annie, Holy Spirit knows that when the child's spiritual heart, it's mine, comes alive, awakens, becomes aware, the child's heart and mind will desire itself to intently know and understand what everything is. For a door has been unlocked. The child's heart is free of the chains of the darkness and ignorance. The child knows. Now comes the questions. What is this? Dirt, ground, Annie says. What is this, asked Helen? A bush. And who are these people? Mama and Papa. And the most important question of all that Helen asked, Who are you? I am your teacher. And the teacher says to the child, Teacher. Then the child knows that this stranger has opened her locked door of her dark and deaf, dumb and silent, unsatisfied heart. Suddenly the light has come. The light is on in her spiritual heart and mind. And understanding is entering into the newly awakened heart. Beautiful to watch in the movie. The tears will flow to see this event. No, this has to happen to us spiritually. And in the movie, Helen goes to her mom, who has held the key of the dining room door in her pocket, and asks for it, and takes it, and gives it to the teacher, the one who has been locked out of Helen's life, and now the symbol of unlocking doors. The key to her, Helen's dark and ignorant world, is the teacher. The child, Helen, is telling the teacher she will never lock any of her doors again to the teacher, for she, Anne, is the key to her life. Sorry about the crying and the tears, but I get so joyful and so emotional when I read this, even to myself and to you, about the joy and the love of a teacher to unlock doors of a spiritual heart so we can grow and learn. Tears of joy flow in all hearts, especially the Heavenly Father. But to the King, to the Lord, the Ruler, the Master of the world of darkness and ignorance, grief and anger, frustration, for he lost a slave, a captive, and will never get them back. For the child, Helen, has come alive. She knows. A spiritual heart, a mind, has awoken. The child was dead and is now alive. Now the spiritual child, Helen, begins a spiritual lifelong journey, companionship, relationship with his teacher of learning, of understanding, and of knowledge, and a path out of the land, the territory of darkness and ignorance, a new spiritual life of seeing, hearing, and speaking. The Heavenly Father's words, voice, and presence are seen. They're heard, and one can now speak to him, communicate with him, and understand. A connection has been made. Truth through words, light broke through. The power of darkness is broken. Agape love was sent, Annie, not returned void or unfulfilled to the Heavenly Father. Now the spiritual relationship, the companionship between the teacher, the Holy Spirit, and Annie and the spiritual child, Helen, is forever changed. The teacher is now accepted, no longer a spiritual adversary. Now the agape love coming through the teacher 
to the spiritual child can be fully received. And now the child allows herself to be loved and to love back the stranger, the teacher, the one with the key of words, of knowledge, of light and understanding for the child and its life. The child now will be able and willing to express her own agape love and gratitude to this teacher. In the movie, we watch Helen come out. While Annie is sitting in a rocking chair, Annie reaches out to grab Helen's hand. Helen crawling up into the lap of Annie, the teacher, and gives the teacher a kiss on the cheek. And the teacher, the sent one from the Heavenly Father himself, spells out in Helen's hands the words of, I love Helen. Now a lifelong relationship is forged between the two. Now all are satisfied. Helen, the spiritual child, the teacher, the Holy Spirit, the parents, the family members, and the Heavenly Father himself. Because of the patience and desire to set a captive free of the power of darkness, a great victory occurred, and death gave way to life. Darkness gave way to light of the power of agape love. Annie and Helen continued to the end of Annie's life, and then others came. Helen went on to college to speak many languages. She traveled the world, even though she was blind and deaf. She did learn to speak, and there are videos on YouTube about her. She got married, and she became a world spokesperson for the disabled. What one teacher did long ago through Annie, the teacher that believed and would not be satisfied till this child woke up, can happen also for you. Now continue on your own personal journey of coming out of the darkness and ignorance and into a life of light and knowledge and truth and allow your own spiritual candle to be lit and shining out in your own spiritual heart and mind. And just as a key was sent to open Helen's locked doors of her potential, her purpose, her identity, and self-awareness, and to set her free from a darkness that she had no control over that had left her angry, unsatisfied, not growing, not understanding, not seeing, not hearing, not speaking. Read the following poem that was inspired by the teacher, the Holy Spirit, for the reader to hear words of spirit and life. Allow the Heavenly Father's key of freedom. Begin unlocking your doors of the darkness, the ignorance of your own prison cell, and to set your spiritual heart and mind and soul free, as Helen was in her life. The poem will be in the next part, in part six. It's entitled, Who I Was. It's a long poem, so I didn't want to add it to this uh, part because it would take us too long. So, come again and listen to The Multitude, Volume 2, Part 6. This is Pastor Deborah. Love you dearly and always keep growing and learning and understanding.